from Rockwired Sound in Albuquerque, New Mexico, of all places, this is Rock is Red, American Indian and First Nations music exclusively at rockwired.com. Today, Rock is Red gives it up for No More Moments and their new EP, Still Going. Stick around for more. Rock is Red is powered by Rockwired Media LLC, a limited liability company. Please stand by. Welcome to the latest edition of Rock is Red, exclusively at rockwired.com. I'm your host, Brian Lush, and the music is out there. It's been a while since we have had an edition of Rock is Red, and today we're kicking things off with a band off from hailing from the Siksika Nation in Canada called No More Moments, and they've got a brand new EP still going. Rock is Red had a chance to speak with the band's drummer and singer, Carlin Black Rabbit, regarding the new release, and you're going to be hearing that interview in just a few minutes. But first, from their EP still going, here is No More Moments with Colin In. Hey! 
Moments, No More Moments with Callin' In off of their brand new EP, Still Going. For more on the band, check them out at the at the website transistor66.com slash no more moments. Rockwired had a chance to speak with the band's drummer and vocalist Carlin Black Rabbit regarding the new release, and here's how the interview went. And uh, first of all, you know, I, I, I gotta give a shout out to the album cover for, for your EP. You know, I, lo- I love the Star Wars motif, and uh, when we were a kid, our uncle had a van, and we pretended it was the Millennium Falcon, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that van, that van on the cover, that was actually a van we owned. Oh, okay. We, uh, we drove out to, like, Toronto area from Alberta. Uh-huh. And it it ended up breaking down, so it's kind of like a tribute to our our band. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so a little bit of a little bit of a history behind that. Okay, so 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 the so the the, the broken down van is being memorialized here. Yeah, so. <laughs> like if you in the background, you can see like the city of Calgary. Oh, okay, I was wondering what city it was. I haven't yeah. been to. I've never been to Alberta, so. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Right I, I've been to Winnipeg and I've been to to, uh, to uh, Toronto and I've been to, to to Vancouver, but I've never been, you know, I, I mean British Columbia, but never never Alberta. Oh man, we have a we have a really solid music scene here in Alberta. No, oh, I see. Uh, d- d- describe the music scene that you're surrounded by up there. Is it supportive? Is it? In- you tell me. Well, my band's been ba- we've been based out of the city for about eight years now. We've been doing a lot of shows. And uh, we've played with every kind of act there is. You know, you got the death metal, the block metal, the the hardcore, the the folk punk, all all of the all the genres. We've uh, we haven't limited limited ourselves to anything. So, and we've always been accepted in every show we've played. And each person in the scene, like they acknowledge that, you know, Calgary is very diverse and very accepting. Okay. They, they they acknowledge that they're on you know Blackfoot territory. So it goes hand in hand. And uh, the, this album, still, go, the, this EP, still going, was released in December, right? Like late yeah. last year, correct? So, yeah. so, um, so, so, you know, uh, and, and now that it's been out there for a few months, you know, how do you feel about the finished work? I feel that it was, uh, it was kind of like we told our story for the, the past couple of years have, have been like really kind of a struggle for us you know we've gone through some serious uh serious losses like we lost a few friends and just a lot of crazy stuff happened with our band and it was just kind of like paying tribute to surviving through all the struggles that you know indigenous people go through so to finally like we we had it written about a year in advance but it just took a long time to finally get into the studio and like we got we got signed to a label and they put it out for us so it's kind of like all the hard work finally paid off with the final product, so I'm very proud of it. And uh, we have plans to record record maybe late late in the new uh, late in the year here. And we want to. My goal is always to put. My goal has always been to put music out on vinyl, and so that's my goal for the next album. Yeah, everybody's doing that, and even I'm starting to buy vinyl as a customer again. You know, even though I'll listen to it online, I'll still buy the record just because I think it's important. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's very authentic to have that. Just have your name on a, a record there. Yeah. Absolutely. So, who all helped you guys in the studio with this album? Uh, well, there's a studio out of Calgary. It's called uh, Ghost Iron Studios. 
and uh, we spent about maybe five days in the studio. We all we all went in, did our multi-track recordings, and then yeah, we were just uh, we wanted it to be as real and as raw as possible. So we didn't want to overproduce the album. We wanted the final product to be what we sound like. Because we could have we could have got it mixed and mastered by anyone all over the world, but we felt that we wanted to make this album real. And uh, so, yeah, it was just a lot of the tracks are very, are like, off live off the floor, and a lot of them are, you know, a little bit of studio stuff in there. But the finished product was, uh, yeah, we all produced the album ourselves, and we all, uh, we all approved the final product, like the band. Yeah, it really does sound like you like a lot of the early punk stuff here. You know, it really yeah. does sound like it's really raw and off the floor. I, I mean, it's not sounding like, you know, I'm not trying to put another band on the spot, but District Avenue, you know, which has yeah. got all the, all the, all the bells and whistles, but this is just raw and in your face, and I think it's kind of refreshing, actually. Yeah, we don't want, we don't want to make a pretty sounding album, you know, we wanted to make it as, if you're at a punk rock show and you see us playing, you're going to hear the same on our album. Got you. And so far, what, what sort of reactions have you been able to gauge from the album? Have there been any reactions to it that you, you, you've been surprised by? It's, it's cool because, like, there's a lot of, like, a lot of people, a lot of people, like, uh, have been, like, posting posting our song our songs on like social media and whatnot and like it's gotten a lot of hype and our label has been really supportive out of Winnipeg, uh, Transistor sixty six. So like we've been we've been doing a lot of press lately for it to support it. And, and and talk about the band's relationship with Transistor sixty six. I mean, you know, how did it begin and how you know and how do you see it benefiting the band? Well, for like a punk rock, punk rock band, uh, Transistor's been around for about, it's been around for about almost 17 years now, and uh, a lot of really good uh, Western Canadian bands have been on that label, and the label's put out uh, a lot of good music, but the main guy, Art, he's been known to like, really invest himself into the band, because he knows what it's like to be in a band, he knows, he knows the struggle, so just a little bit of support to get us like, you know, distribution deals, and uh, to get us all on on the radios and whatnot, like that's that's like one of the main things that has really been beneficial to transistors. But also, it's like the working relationship with him. He's he believes in us, you know. A lot of people, a lot of other labels that we tried to acquire had all these logistics. But Ark was very into it. He he knows that we're right to the point. He knows that we uh, what we want to do, and he knows that we work hard. Yeah. So he's not he's not a He's not trying to make money out of off us. I think he just wants the partnership with us. And bring me back to the beginning of No More Moments. I mean, how did this whole thing get off the ground? Oh, it started back in when I was like 15, 16. Uh, a group of friends, we uh, obviously like we we were we weren't into like the cultural components of the reserve. We weren't into like hockey or sports. We were just really really into our music and. You know, we came up with a crazy idea, like, let's do a band, and, you know, not having any music, not, I, I, no one taught me how to play an instrument, I've been self-taught my whole life, so, a couple of friends, we got together in a, my guitar player's garage, and we just started uh, 
started off playing covers, then we evolved to start, started writing our own music, and then, yeah, like, the, the rest is history. I mean, we started start touring Canada, started just doing a bunch of shows, more than I can count. So it, it went from being a, a six-guy youth with not no ambition to do anything to, like, a you know, a band that toured the country a couple times. For more on the band, check them out at the, at the website, Transistor66.com slash No More Moments. And from their EP still going, here is No More Moments once again with Retirement Party. We've had a, a turnover of members, but this consistent lineup I have is my my vocalist. His name is Corson. He's our the most energetic dude ever. Like he's he's always played in metal band. He's played guitar in metal bands. And then about three four years ago, we were on tour in Vancouver, and he requested to sing a song with us. And uh, so since then, he's been our consistent our consistent vocalist. But he's the high energy dude. He's always enthusiastic. And he knows what it's like to be on the road. He knows what it's like to struggle. So he's very, he's very down to earth and very, very uh, centered. So, and then we have my guitar player. His name's uh, Brandon. And uh, same thing with him. He, uh, 
he writes a lot of the guitar parts and structures out the songs and when we all come together we just put the songs together so he's very he's always driven to write new music and uh most recently we we recruited our our longtime friend uh Corey. he uh he's on bass and he, we grew up with him so he's kind of always been a band member we just finally made it official at least someone. and then yeah myself i play drums i i do all the booking i do all the press i do everything else besides play drums in the band I see. And as a drummer, you know, I, I mean, how did you come across your first kit? That's usually the instrument that no parent wants in the house, you know. <laughs> I mean, so, so how, did, how did it come about that you, you, got, you got your hands on a drum set? Well, I mean, like, in junior high, we had a drum set at the high school I was going to, and, uh, yeah, I just started messing around with that, and then... When we started jamming, we I, I originally started playing bass, but we uh, kicked out our drummer and I said, you know what, I'm going to play the drums. Uh, my guitar player's grandmother actually bought the band drums because she believed in us that much. So the drums are there, and I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. No lessons, but I'm going to try to get the hang of it. And Yeah, but almost 10 years later, it's, just, it's natural, flawless. I, you know, I got I got all my drum influences. I've, I've always wanted to be a drummer since I was a kid, but in my teenage years, I finally got da- got down to business and got it done. And uh, from the EP, I mean, uh, what songs off of it have you the most excited to get someone to hear, and why? Oh, uh, I mean, start to finish, it's a pretty solid and consistent EP. Like, I, we have like a thirty second song, we have a two minute song, like. Right. Every song I've, I was listening, I was actually listening to it in my vehicle the other day, and I was like, wow, this is like, this whole album, you know, there's a story behind every song, and there's a, like, Corson tells a lot of storytelling, and that's like, like I said, we grew up on the reserve, you know, there was, there was a point in our lives where we were doing a lot of partying, or, you know, we're being, being young and stupid, and this is kind of like a ballad to all those experiences. And you've talked about, you know, touring all of Canada. Have there been any any chances to bring this music to the States or no? That's the plan. We're actually, we want to do that in uh, hopefully the fall. We want to go all the way down to, you know, New Mexico and back, the West Coast run, and maybe do some stuff on the East Coast as well. Okay. One of the things, too, is like uh, right now I'm, I'm currently uh, currently a band counselor, like uh, with chief and counsel. So uh, I got voted in back in December. So I got a really busy life helping like run my reserve, but I'm also sticking to my punk rock roots as well. Got you. And, and, and talk about how the music is received in your own tribal community. I mean, was there indifference at first, or was it always supportive? Well, at the start, it was kind of like people, it was new to people. So when things are new, they kind of have skepticism towards it. But over the years, when they people started seeing us in like newspapers and getting a lot of press, uh, they started supporting us. And you know, there's there's been people that have like lent us their lent us their vehicles for shows or given us gas money. Like so, right now we have, we do have a really supportive community. And with this album behind you, what's next for you guys musically? I think uh, we want to get just get back to basics and uh, get in the studio again. But 
one of the approaches I, I want to re- try to get to recommend with my band is we get in the studio and we just write all the songs in the studio and see where they go. So very spontaneous. We want I want to do a spontaneous EP or album, but other than that, we're, we all, we have a bunch of we have about maybe four or five songs up our sleeves right now that we're working on. And we we want to we have plans to like tour the states. We have plans that we want we do want to go to Europe as well. So we want to want to take the band all over the world. And you know we we acknowledge that where we started from to where we are now, we can go further. There's no limitations with this band. And uh, also we're having a a six minute film was uh was documented with us. Oh, okay. And it's going to be uh, screened at the Calgary International uh, Calgary Underground Film Festival in April. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be it's a big film festival. Big film festival that's taking place. So, we're premiering a little documentary about us. So, we're going to try try get it down to the states too for some film festivals down there as well. Awesome. So, but yeah, if you uh. If you require any other links, uh, just email me. Like, I have a bunch of press stuff I can give you. For more on the band, check them out at Transistor66.com slash No More Moments. And from their EP still going, here is No More Moments once again with Hangover Blues.
that's going to do it for this edition of Rock is Red. A special thanks goes out to Carlin Black Rabbit of No More Moments for his time and more importantly, the music. For Rockwired, I'm Brian Lush and remember, keep your eyes forward, never look back, and make it up as you go. Rock is Red is powered by Rockwired Media LLC a limited liability company and is available exclusively at rockwire.com. Online radio that rocks. <laughs> <laughs>